This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. Once a year, ADL's leadership gathers for meetings, workshops, lobbying, and just plain inspiration. It is called the National Leadership Summit and just took place this year in Washington, D.C. I returned from this very empowering few days in our nation's capital, and I wanted to share that with all of you. Who better to convey the essence of the National Leadership Summit than its architect, Deb Leipzig? She is ADL's Vice President for Leadership, and she and her staff have worked tirelessly over the past few months to make sure that all went according to plan. This is her first time on From the Front Lines. So, Deb, I want to say how thrilled I am to welcome you to the show. Thank you, Scott. I am excited to be here. It feels like a rite of passage for an ADL staff member these days. (laughs) So let's start with the basics. How would you describe the National Leadership Summit? So I think what is really important about NLS, uh, the National Leadership Summit, NLS, is that it's an opportunity for us to bring together our most ardent leaders. And that's the folks who have been involved for years, even decades, along with our upcoming emerging leaders who are participating in our Glass Leadership Institute, who just graduated from that program in the last several years. So it's really an opportunity to have our emerging leaders and our established leaders come together to really learn, meet each other, and have the opportunity to really strengthen their knowledge and their connection to ADL and our work and become better ambassadors and advocates for the organization. Who in particular attends this gathering? I mean, you say, say leaders and emerging leaders, but maybe tell us a little bit more about that. At ADL, one of our real priorities and one of the priorities of our board chair, Ben Sachs, is to really focus on how we engage people. So we have a variety of mechanisms to do that. Uh, But NLS really focuses on our national commission, which are national leaders from around the country. And again, they've been involved for years and decades. And they focus on all of our areas of interest. You know, that means anti-Semitism, extremism, civil rights, international affairs, education, all of our priorities really get focused from the National Commission. And then it also has our Glass Leadership Institute participants, and that's a essentially it's a fellowship program. Each of our regions around the country holds a class every year, has a cohort every year. They meet multiple times, and then it culminates with an opportunity to come to Washington to come to this event where they're really having a chance to go to the Hill, the meeting speakers, and they're engaging with ADL staff and leaders from around the country. So let's go through some of the different elements, starting with the lobbying on Capitol Hill. For what were our leaders lobbying and to whom? I think one of the most impressive statistics that I've heard so far about our lobby day is that we had participants from 28 different states, and that's our leaders who are hailing from these different states. And they were looking to visit with both of their senators, and so that would be 56 in total. And we secured 53 bipartisan Senate office meetings, and we saw 11 senators. So not just staff, but senators. And I'm not sure we've ever had numbers like that. It's pretty extraordinary. And our leaders were focused a lot on really on two things, the HEAL Act, which is about Holocaust education and anti-Semitism learning as well as focusing on the nonprofit security grant initiative. There were also a series of small group sessions on a variety of topics. What were some of the main issues 
that were tackled? We tried to really provide a variety of opportunities for folks to engage on things that we felt would be really meaningful for them in particular. So especially for our younger leaders, we talked a lot about you know what it means to be a supporter of Israel these days and how to have those conversations in a productive and meaningful way and in a way that's decidedly not antagonistic, something that I think is really tough to come by these days when you're talking about anything that's a hot-button issue. Sure. We had sessions that were focused on extremism and how our center on extremism is now working with embeds in the center from different organizations that represent other Jewish organizations, LGBTQIA plus organizations, and how all of those together are really creating a much stronger COE and they're able to do work that's that much more impressive and effective. Amazing. Perhaps the the biggest, um, the most impressive part of it were the plenary sessions. Uh, I mean, they had oh, such an incredible array of speakers. Uh, tell us some of your favorite speakers. So I have to say, you know, it, it, it's it's a little bit of art, a little bit of science, and frankly, a little bit of luck in terms of how you these plenaries end up coming together. And in our opening plenary, we were able to screen uh, some clips from A Small Light, which is a, a new series that is premiering, I think, this week, in fact, on National Geographic and Disney Plus that focuses on the Anne Frank story through the eyes of Mies Geep, who is the woman who hid them and essentially saved them or saved some of them and really protected them. And to have the creators and the star of that in conversation with Jonathan and to have that ultimately followed by Deborah Lipstadt, Ambassador Deborah Lipstadt, you know, who is focused solely on the anti-Semitism, it really came together so beautifully and they complemented each other in such a lovely way. And then, frankly, we had the crown prince of the former crown prince of, excuse me, exile crown prince of Iran. I want to make sure I get the uh, title right. His Excellency, and um, he has just visited Israel. We were the first public remarks he's made since, and he also focused on how important the work in anti-Semitism is that we are doing, and especially that work that we're now doing, you know, in the UAE and with other Middle Eastern countries. And I think that there were so many through lines that really came through. It, w- it was just fabulous, and it was echoed again. In our closing plenary, where we had Dana Bash, who was talking about her recent trip to Auschwitz and how powerful that was to her, I got chills throughout the whole interview. And it really was impressive how all of those things led us to that point. You know, I mentioned the HEAL Act that we lobbied for. All of these things just came together. It's such a moment right now for people to be standing up in support of you know anti-Semitism and hate. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you as somebody who was watching this, I mean, it, each of these moments were incredibly powerful, and certainly the Crown Prince felt more than just powerful. It, it felt historic. It really was, and that was something that you know sort of came to us relatively last minute, and we were so grateful that he accepted and that we were really able to include him. And, you know, a real highlight of the whole experience was during that plenary, which was a plenary celebrating Israel at 75. We also had this extraordinary performance by this musician, uh, Aveva, and her band, and to see the crown prince sitting there and bopping his head along and celebrating Israel, I mean, it was incredible. That was really wild. Yeah, yeah, and she sang in Amharic, uh, the language uh, in Ethiopia, really extraordinary. Um, Yeah. uh, Any big surprises? Gratefully. God, I'm glad I can say no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, other than a few, like, switches here and there to accommodate some schedules last minute. Everything really did go according to plan. I, I will say 
you know, since the pandemic, we haven't been able to gather this group together in person, and we've been doing this summit virtually for the last four years. And to be back together in person, the energy that came through from that, you forget just how good it feels to be with other people and other people who are passionate about the things that you are passionate about. And to have all of that in one room, it's, uh, you know, you forget the power of that. It was really magical, I have to say. And that's a lot of what I hear in the feedback. Absolutely. Um, You know, I was surprised personally with the announcement about Rabbi Wolfie. Pleasantly surprised. Really uh, uh, incredible addition to our staff. I think it's a really cool way that we're going to be introducing a new way of thinking about the work that we do and putting a real Jewish lens on that. While certainly this has always been an organization that has been rooted in Jewish values, I think this is really going to bring some of that to the forefront, and I'm excited for him to join the team. Yeah, Rabbi Wolpe is going to, uh, Rabbi Wolpe from Temple Sinai in Los Angeles, uh, who's retiring, is uh, going to uh, to be a rabbinic fellow at ADL. Um, the first rabbinic fellow at first ADL. First rabbinic, yes. Also historic. So those who did not attend, they can view the, they can't view the lobbying or the workshops, but they can view the extraordinary plenaries. Um, tell us uh, how that is going to be made available. Absolutely. Uh, ADL has a YouTube channel. It'll be able to be accessed through ADL.org, but perhaps you can also place some direct links once we have them into your show notes. Yeah, absolutely. One final question. After years in Washington, D.C., it was announced that the National Leadership Summit is moving to New York and in March of next year. Why and what made the organization decide to move it? You know what? It was the right time to take our Never Is Now, which is our forward-facing public event, that's really the largest annual uh, summit on anti-Semitism and hate and allow our leaders to play a role in that and really get to be a part of that action and bring them together, the leaders for ADL at this huge event. That's great. So, Deb, we are all looking forward to National Leadership Summit 2.0 as it combines with Never Is Now <laughs> to be bigger and better than ever. Uh, it will be the place to be next March. Uh, I'm encouraging all the listeners to sign up early with that. I will say thanks, Deb, for an extraordinary job you did on this year's National Leadership Summit and, and all you do all year uh, to fight against anti-Semitism and hate. Thanks, Scott. Pleasure to be here. And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Frontlines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.